um, speak, do a test? Test, testing. Okay. Move the mic a little bit. Oh, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. Um, I'm good. Okay, test, test, test. Let me turn the volume on. It's lower. Okay, how does that sound? That's much better. Yeah, perfect. All right. Um, let me turn this down a little bit. Okay. Okay, and let's see where the speakers are going. Yes, perfect. The computer is learning. It knows exactly what to do. Okay, we're ready. Are we're you ready, ready Shauna? Yes, I'm ready. Finally, I'm ready, right? Because I'm taking so long to get started. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Money, the show where we tell you who made money at the movies. I am one of your hosts, Damian Levy, with me as always. General Shauna. Gen- general Shauna. Yeah. When did you um, graduate to being a general? Yesterday. When? So you've been in the military all this time, you didn't tell All me? this time. I can't tell you. I'm a spy, just like, you know, eating on. Ethan Hunt. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought you were doing like a general Leia thing because there's some news about know, Leia this weekend. I'm, I'm a spy slash general. You know? Okay, all right. I mean, should you be announcing that you're a spy on the? Did you get fired? Is that why you're announcing it? Yeah. Okay. What happened? It's because your tweets, right? Yeah. They got you like James Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we got some uh, news to talk about this week concerning Star Wars. Also, that tweet scandal keeps going on. And, uh, of course, the top five box office. And uh, we're going to get into that right now. Um, let's see if Damien lost again. Let's see if Damien lost again or if Shauna lost again. And that's when we fade out the music. And okay, we're good. Um, okay, Shauna. So we're consistent once again. We're back again two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Um, and uh, if people didn't know from last week, at the end I had said that the podcast is up on Stitcher and on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Uh, and you They're can everywhere. It's everywhere. everywhere. It's, it's everywhere, everywhere that you want it to be. So I'm going to show you what I've been working on today, um, if the internet is kind enough. So yeah, you pop up on the screen there, go down, and you see, boom, there's Movie Money. There's the oh. iTunes link, there's a Stitcher link, there's a SoundCloud link, there's the RSS feed link. You can get it all on DamienMichaelMovies.com. If you want to go to the podcast page specifically, click it there, and boom, Movie Money refinanced. Yeah. New episodes. Uh, all the episodes are listed there and uh yeah it's great everything works and you can find a podcast wherever you want to find it now um and uh if people could help us out uh with the podcast if you just give us a rating on itunes or if you comment on soundcloud or wherever you enjoy the podcast if you could just give us some feedback that makes it easier for people to see us in the um the podcast charts so if you like movie money um then let us know and let it, us know it also makes shauna and i feel better about yeah. ourselves because you know people <laughs> who do podcasts there's, there's a little bit of like attention seeking there like we just want people to notice us just a little yeah. bit just not, a little. not all of it because we genuinely <laughs> do we would do this if it wasn't a podcast yeah i feel like if, if we stopped doing moving money i'd still be like shauna come over on sundays let's talk about the box office yeah just to ourselves and uh shauna would drink off my alcohol <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you want to just get into the box office? Sure. All right. Oh, no, before that, I wanted to ask you, how was your weekend, Shauna, this past weekend? My weekend was okay. Did you do anything interesting? Um, well, I went to work. 
I watched Early Man. Okay. Is, oh, that's the... Uh, is that the Ardman one? Yes, it is. Was right? it any good? Yes, it is. Isn't it like... I, I heard that it was okay, and then the second half of the movie just... It's a football movie. Well, it's a football movie from the from the get-go. Okay. I, I had no idea that it was a football movie. Mm-hmm. So I was pleasantly surprised, and being a football fan as well. So, yeah, it was okay. funny. It was yeah, cute. Yeah, that's yeah. The, the, I, 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 I forgot for a second that you're a big football fan. Yeah, and if you like the animation, it's still it's still top-notch. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the one thing. Even if the movie might be subpar for you, like the comedy might not always hit... I always love that animation, the claymation stuff. You know, um, something, let me just mention something. You know, as soon as I finished watching this movie, I went on to Twitter. Because, uh-huh. you know, I'm a Twitter addict and everything. You are. I go on and I see a tweet that somebody says that voice acting is not real acting. Who and said? Who, mm. Yeah, it wasn't somebody <laughs> that I followed or anything, but it was actually like retweeted onto my timeline and I was so upset right for like a good five minutes that doesn't make any sense yeah it's ridiculous yeah but because uh, like if you if you were to ask me who gives the best performances out of all of the MCU mm-hmm. I'm telling it's Bradley Cooper it is Rocket Raccoon oh my god he has so much trust more emotion me. than any other character trust, in those movies trust me and then that just kind of pissed me off but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay now and like voice actors are just another class like being being able to throw your voice and like uh, uh and also to to change it into something else mm-hmm. like it's mm, i don't know who this person is yeah. but if they're listening which they're probably not but if they yeah. are you know just get off of twitter your voice isn't needed yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right um well i had i had an interesting day yesterday well you it comes like every weekend you have an you interesting see, no because that's why i always <laughs> i always start off and i ask you how yeah. was your weekend and i like give you some space to be like mm-hmm. you know what what you do and your answer is always, I watched a movie <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. I watched a football game. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't mean to have an interesting weekend yesterday. Um, what happened was I was, I've been uh, doing this thing where I, I leave my house for the whole day, go to a cafe with good internet, um, order some very strong coffee and just work for hours. Um, and because it, it makes me more productive than staying at home. And mm-hmm. what happened yesterday was I was on the road and I got my friend uh, called me up and he says, hey, do you want to go to a festival? And I said, Right, sure. I haven't, you know, done something social in a while, so mm-hmm. let me um, let me see what this is about. So he says that Hope Gardens is not far out of the way; it's pretty localized area. Mm-hmm. Go up to Hope Gardens, and um, I'm like, all right, what is this festival about? I don't even know. I get there, and as I'm driving down, I'm seeing these people in these very strange costumes. Mm-hmm. There's a girl with white wings, horns, and a, and a, a black tail. Um, there's another one with a giant sword and a red mask. And I'm like, all right, this is a part of something else, I'm sure. Because I hear a festival, I'm thinking it's just like a barbecue, bounce about kids, you know, whatever. Uh, Maybe some rum and coke and whatever. Not not coke as in cocaine, but maybe that's there too. Um, (laughs) And I walk up and I see this big old banner and it says, AnimeCon 2018. And (laughs) let me tell you something. If you're not prepared to go to an anime con, yeah. you, you shouldn't go to an anime con. Yeah. It, it, it was like, I, I thought I was going to something completely different, walking, and it's just wall-to-wall, people in costumes. Like, some of them were actually very impressive. The, and it was very, like, homemade, but, like, looks professional. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you wanted to um, get into costume making or, or um, practical effects making, you could. Um, and it was just very strange. Like one person with nine tails, um, another person 
was you know face paint and had like a, a bloody arm coming off of her uh just like the, the the type of people that don't usually you see outside mm-hmm. because they're usually watching anime, anime. and they find, <laughs> and they have this chance to you know they're connecting with all their anime express folk express themselves it and like i went in there and i'm not going to lie to you i went in with the mindset to make fun of it and to be like this is ridiculous like there's a person over there uh oh the the two most ridiculous things first off all right who do you think is the most popular anime character like across what? generations, kids uh, and adults. Goku. Goku is a good answer, but this is a, all right. I'm, I'll specify. It's an animal, and it's it's one that everybody knows. It's very popular. Um, Ooh, Pikachu. Pikachu. There was a giant Pikachu took Whoa. the stage, <laughs> and and like the whole crowd went wild. It was like uh, uh, that was that would be uh, odd. It was it, it odd. was very odd. It was very odd because he had grown men. And a grown man and woman, I shouldn't discriminate, a grown man and woman jumping up and down at the sight of this, clearly just a person in a Pikachu <laughs> costume. Um, and uh, the whole time I was thinking, this person's getting paid to show up as Pikachu. And uh, it was, it just, it, was, it, was, it wasn't my space. All right? That's all. Um, not making, you know, anybody who wants to do that, that's fine. But then, as I was thinking in my head, all right, this is ridiculous. I was laughing my ass off at it. The announcer says... Who, the announcer was also someone who was wearing pink hair and cat ears. <laughs> the announcer says, uh, Pikachu, there's a little girl here today, 10 years old, and today is her birthday. Do you want to give her a hug? And then the girl rushes the stage, gives Pikachu a big old hug, and she has this huge smile on her face. And I'm like, all right, that's what it's for. It's mm-hmm. for the kids. It's for the children. Oh, so there were kids there. Yeah, yeah there were not, oh. not, not many. Not enough. Mm-hmm. There, there are too many adults. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the the... You know, the, the kid got to hug Pikachu I'm for a birthday. I'm just picturing your facial impression when everybody is screaming all adults. It was like I had stepped into the Twilight Zone. Mm. Um, I And you know how when you're at a, an event like this and you, you start blasting maybe some dancehall, um, some arm, you just like some chill vibes music, mm-hmm. anime theme songs. Wow. The t- top of the speaker they're, level. They're staying, they're staying in character. They want to stay in character. Uh, so. but, they, but should yeah. they though is the question, you know. <laughs> and my, my friend... Um, said, you know, yeah, it's cool that these people are coming out and, you know, they're not ashamed of this. And I was like, no, I think this is what shame is for. I think this is what the the thing in our brain that produces shame, <laughs> exactly the scenario that it's for. Um, and the second, actually, this was the worst thing. They had a, a dance interlude where three dancers took the stage. And I kid you not, three dancers were these, these women, I think, I have to assume young adults, teenage young adults. They didn't look older than maybe 19, which just made it feel very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, purple hair, pink hair, blue hair, and identical schoolgirl costumes. Mm-hmm. The skirt, the, the tied-up top. like some Sailor Moon. Yeah. If it was oh. in Sailor Moon costume, it would be okay. But it was, mm-hmm. like, it was like if they made an anime based on a Jamaican prep school and it was mm-hmm. that um, uniform <laughs> just made into the costume. Yeah. And it was just all these grown men watching these, these girls jump up and down and doing their um, anime school anime, girl costume. Yeah. And I, I, felt, I felt weird. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't, you know, I, was, I wasn't watching them. I was watching the crowd watch them. And I, I wanted to leave. But I couldn't leave. It was like you see this disgusting. Not that's that's rude. You see this like freak of nature, and you want to look away, but you can't because it's just like you've mm. never seen anything like this before. I understand. Um, 
But so yeah, that that was that was quite an experience going to. I, I it'll probably be my last anime con, uh, if I'm being honest. You know, honest. funny enough, I've heard about this. Mm-hmm. Um, like in last year, like somebody was telling telling me about it. Yeah. But then, because I'm not really into anime like yeah, that, yeah, it's yeah. not something that I keep on my mind. But I would have just wanted to go just for the experience, see what it's like. Yeah, honestly. I mean, it's it's. I'm I'm playing it up for laughs, but it is actually a, a cool experience if you're into anime. You know, you find people who like the thing that you like, and there's booths that are like animation, um, independent animators, mm-hmm. um, people who are making their own art. Uh, actually, a friend of mine was there, and mm-hmm. she <laughs> she won best cosplayer of 2014 at the 2014 anime con, I guess. Um, and she was selling her art, and it was just it's a nice it's a it's an expo, I guess, where you can just come mm-hmm. and show off your creative skills um, because you can't typically do that. You can't, like, okay. there's no space for that usually. Okay. Well, hear what I'm saying, Damien. Yeah. Damien and Shauna presents, this is a Vision 2020, mm-hmm. Jamaica Comic Con 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. All right. All right. That's cool. We could do That'd that. Be cool. We I could mean, do that. to just see people show up in their costumes, their Spider-Man costumes mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't think we have enough of that down here. Why you know don't what? We need more geeked out. Vision, Vision 2020 yeah. indeed. Two years yeah. time. Look out for it. David yeah. Anchana presents yeah. Jamaica Comic Con. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. All right. And, and we could find... I'm sure there's like, uh, you know, comic artists out there in Jamaica or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the Caribbean that would want... To, yeah, that, we, should, we should get on that. Yeah. yeah so look out for that, folks, mm-hmm. in two years time. Um, but for right now, let's look at the weekend box office for this weekend. And uh, before we do that, let's look at the, uh, what is it? The assumptions or the uh, predictions for this week. Air losses. Um, so <laughs> both of us lost so this wait, week. Hey, man, not showing me the screen. Oh, no, I will. I will. Don't worry. Because you know you lost, so you don't, you don't I, want to I show me. I don't know anything. I haven't even <laughs> seen it properly yet. Um, so we had, both of us had Mission Impossible mm-hmm. at number one. Both of us had Teen Titans Go at number two. Both of us had Mamma Mia at number three. Um, yeah. I had hit uh, Hotel Transylvania at number four and Equalizer at number five and used to those around. So you had Equalizer at number four, Hitman, not Hitman, um, Hotel Transylvania at um, number five. Yeah. Um, and uh, we both kind of screwed up this weekend. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We both mm-hmm. did. Um, because we overestimated Teen Titans Go. Yes, we did. Uh, or, or rather, we underestimated Mamma Mia and Equalizer yeah. because they are still going strong this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, when we get to the number one movie, I'll talk about Equalizer a little bit more because uh, I want to say something in context with that. But um, let's go ahead. Unfortunately, uh, although it had rave reviews, um, and I just I saw nothing but positive attention to this movie this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Teen Titans go to the movies, premiering uh, with $10.5 million this weekend, uh, but a budget of $10 million, uh, premiering at number five. That's not a huge opening. No, it's not. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's made back its budget already. It's a very small budget. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, what, $10 million? $10 million. Wow. And it's made $11.5 million worldwide. Um, yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's a 90-minute movie. Apparently, it's very good. It's very, uh, you know, can't wait to short see and it. sweet. I can't wait to see it either. And I wasn't looking forward to it um, when it first yeah, but came out. I, w- but I would also blame, like, the movie isn't really out there. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't go and watch movies, I wouldn't know that it exists. Yeah. No if, it, if I didn't come to um, Movie Money, I yeah. probably wouldn't know it, it exists. <laughs> the only thing about that is um, the... Uh, 
I know that it's a TV show, yeah. uh, which means that when kids are watching it, they're seeing the ads for the movie on mm-hmm. the same channel. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that that's directly to the target audience. And then yeah. they go to their parents and they say, hey, mommy and daddy, take me to see Teen Titans Go. Um, and to its point, uh, it, uh, it is one of the only kids' movies in the top five. Uh, I mean, it, it has to go against Incredibles 2, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, kind of, because that's still a superheroes' kids' movie. Um, but it's it snuck its way into the top five, which um, mm-hmm. you know not as much as you and I expected. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, ten point five million dollars. It would have probably been like a twenty five to thirty million dollar opening. But yeah, but it. it, it I the, mean, luckily it did because I the first time I saw this preview, I was saying, you know what, this movie looks like a Lego movie. Right. So maybe maybe it's a good thing that they didn't make. Maybe they they had that in mind. And so maybe it's a good thing that they didn't make it like a Lego movie because it would have cost way more. Right. Yeah. 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 Have to stand the losses, but it looks fun. It looks like, I mean, Hotel Transylvania finished above it, so it right. looks like the kids wanted to see that instead for the third week in a row. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that brings us to number four. We have Hotel Transylvania coming in at Hotel Transylvania three. My apologies. Twelve point three million dollars total domestic gross so far. One hundred and nineteen point two million. Uh, budget of $80 million. And if we look at the worldwide gross, $284.2 million. So it's on its way to make $300 million. Mm-hmm. On a budget of $80 million, I mean, the movie's doing great. Um, I haven't seen it. Uh, I doubt I'm going to see it. But um, yeah. Why Why wouldn't you want to see it? Look at that plane, plane sequence. It looks... You're going to mention this plane sequence every week? Is every that, week <laughs> until it drops out of the top five. Until it drops out of the sky. No, it looks funny. <laughs> Uh, okay, if you say so, if you, if it appeals, to comedy is subjective. Hey, just, 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 just remember that you liked monster trucks. All right, I was waiting Every for monster trucks to I, come. Every time when you want to get really feisty, mm-hmm. I'll just remember. I'll just remind you that you like monster uh, trucks. I, I, I liked monster trucks in the sense that if I said I've said this so many times, if I were ten years <laughs> old, I would have loved monster trucks. But, but I'm not, not ten years. Old. I that's what I say. I am not ten years old, so monster trucks is not for me. But for its audience, I thought I thought it was great. Um, so yeah, that's Hotel Transylvania Tragic. 3 Tragic. Um, Making its money And uh, let's go on to number 3 We have The Equalizer 2 Made flat 14 million this weekend That'll probably increase come Monday uh, But 14 million dollars Its total domestic gross is 64.2 million dollars It has passed its domestic budget Or it's passed its budget of 62 million mm. Last um, week the, the worldwide but The worldwide gross wasn't really that high but No it's not But worldwide this week is 70.3 so it's eight million over its budget. Um, it'll probably have to do more than that uh, to cover marketing and. Um, so wait, how come he's only made like six million dollars? It, it worldwide. It's, it's a limited worldwide opening or something. Um, that is a good that question. Looks really low. It does look kind of low, but uh, I don't think it has a huge worldwide release. Uh, yeah. I'm looking oh. at it now. Yeah, it's opened in Australia and it made two million dollars in Australia. It's not opened in China. Um, <laughs> it's gotten. $117,000 from Trinidad and Tobago and $37,000 from Jamaica. So that's good. Wow. Whoa. This is the first time I've actually seen us. I have, n- I have never seen us on the yeah. um, board before, but it makes sense to me because <laughs> I, I went to see the number one movie this weekend um, mm-hmm. for the second time because I saw, I, I saw it twice because I really want to see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in the line. It was a last minute thing, so I didn't buy my tickets online. I was in the line and it was like 10 minutes before the movie was about to start and the woman comes out and she says, I, I'm, I'm nervous because I'm thinking, okay, uh, my movie is sold out. It's I'm not going to get to see it. And she says, 
all people here for Equalizer 2. It the is, movie sold. is sold out. <laughs> and I was like, wow, yeah. Denzel Washington, man. Yeah. People love to see him uh, in our part of the world. So 30 that's, that's 37,000 US. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we're, we're giving Denzel the money. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Equalizer 2. It's made back its production budget. We'll see if it covers the marketing. I'm not sure how much it would cost all told with marketing, but it's just over the production budget, so... By the way, and I'm checking how much money that is in Jamaica. <laughs> oh, are you? Okay. Um, and and you you should also factor in how much is a well, no, there's there's a half off day which also um, ties e- into that. But you can check how much is a movie ticket, which for Equalizer, since it's not 3D, it would be hundred one thousand one hundred Jamaican per ticket. So if you want to do the math on that, anyway. Oh no, <laughs> just know that five. five I'm seeing five million dollars. Okay, yeah. that's. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of people win. <laughs> that mean, that means it was sold out like every weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um okay, so number two we have Mamma Mia, here we go again. Fifteen million dollars. Uh second week in a row it has dropped fifty seven point one percent. That's a pretty that's a pretty good decline. It's made seventy point four million dollars um domestic growth so far and a budget of seventy five million. And uh, the worldwide gross for Mamma Mia 2 is $167.2 wow. million. Dollars. You know that there's going to be an, another one, right? They can't. I, the, where would they go? Where, where are they going to go into the future? They're going to go I into. I don't know, but I, mean, I have no interest <laughs> in Mama seeing Mia this. Mamma Mia meets movie. the Jetsons. <laughs> like, I have no interest in seeing this. No, movie, me neither. So. It comes out here on Wednesday. And okay. uh, I think I said this last time, but the only reason I would go to see it is because my mother wants mother. to see it. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, she has left the country, so I have no reason oh, to see it. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so the, I'm, next, I'm the next week when we're recording, you say, you know, I saw Mamma Mia. I'm not, no. <laughs> if, I, if I do, that movie money is actually cancelled. <laughs> um, you know, by the way, um, I saw the preview before I saw Mission Impossible Fallout mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I think I saw the worst stretch of previews in history. What did you... Because hmm, I'm remembering what I saw. There was Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, no, sorry. It was Mamma Mia, but what else was before that? Trust me, there was the one with Mila Kunis. Yeah, the, the spy, uh, spy who dumped, who dumped me. me. Yeah, there was um, there was the Meg with the big shark. What do you mean worst though? What you come on, come on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you you're telling? Are you are you are you saying what I think you're saying? Are you telling? Are you saying what I think you're saying? Yes, I am. Are you saying you're not excited to see Jason Statham versus? A megalodon, a jack. You, Sharknado Queen, is not looking forward to seeing this but movie. But there's no tornado, so why would I care? <laughs> why would I care, Damon? Oh, the Meg looks so great. It just, I can't wait to see that movie. That, and I'm glad it's not starring Dwayne Johnson because Dwayne, yeah. I am burnt out on Dwayne. After yeah. Rampage, and I didn't see Skyscraper, but because of how Skyscraper <laughs> looked, um, I will, I'm burnt out on Dwayne Johnson. I want to see some Jason Statham. Uh, and there's a giant octopus as well. And yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait for that movie. You're not sh- excited for that? No. Okay. They uh. also showed one with Melissa McCarthy. Trust me, it was like the worst stretch of of, of previews yeah. I've ever seen. Melissa McCarthy has a movie coming out? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I need to... One second. Um, okay. And then we're getting to the number one movie. Yeah, we were we were discussing the uh, the horrid previews that I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw the Meg, which which is already your favorite movie of 2018. Right. I saw um, the one with Mila Kunis, the spy who dumped me. It looks like some poor knockoff of 
the spy who shagged me, you know that Austin Power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah, not, not 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 story wise, but mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the title. Oh. Yeah, and I saw Which is already like a playoff of it's like yeah, because it that's already like a playoff of uh, James Bond title. Mm-hmm. And it's like that joke has already been done in yes, the Austin exactly. Powers movie. It just so looks like stupid. Yeah. And I also saw you you've never seen the the preview for the movie with Melissa McCarthy with a Muppet. Not the pop- oh god Yes. I didn't see that trailer yeah. when I watched it. Um when I watched Mission Impossible. Why is that movie being made? Yeah, it's like, with I, Muppets and I it like, just looks really bad. I like the concept, you know. I like um the idea cuz it's like you, you you watch Roger Rabbit. Yes. It's, it's kind of like the same idea. Um you know, you have these cartoon characters in this new noir um aesthetic and mm-hmm. it's a detective movie and I love detective movies and I like comedy detective movies whatever. But it just looks so terrible. Yeah, it looks like really bad. Like the jokes bad. are and bad. She's, she's 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 doing the same things that she does in every single movie. She falls down. Yeah. She oh my god, it looks horrible. And there was also another one. It's mm-hmm. called The Darkest Minds. It looks like this. Oh, that one. Yeah, it looks yeah. really bad. It just lo- yeah, it looks like one of those movies that uh, should have been made for TV, yeah. if if at it's, all, or like straight to Netflix. Or it's something. one of those divergent. Yeah. It's trying to capture that crowd. And you know if it makes money, you're going to get like three of them. Yeah, but yeah. that crowd is actually dead right yes. now. <laughs> <laughs> or they've just outgrown those movies. Yeah. And the, the newer generation doesn't care for them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had a worse stretch of previews before the number one movie this week. And mm-hmm. that is Mission Impossible Fallout. Made $61.5 million. Uh, that is its total domestic gross because it's the first weekend. Budget of $178 million. Um, and let's see what the worldwide gross was. $153.5 million. So it's making its bank um, yeah. worldwide. Um, that's, a, that's a very strong opening. Yes, for um, Mission Impossible movie. For Mission Impossible movie. Because the last one made like $55 million, I believe. Right. Let's see uh, where the other ones did. Right. The last one was Rogue Nation. Uh, and the Rogue Nation opened with... Uh, God, why does it take so long to show me? Yeah, fifty-five point five. Very. Yeah, you. You. Did you just look that up this weekend? Or yeah. Did you just mem- okay, I thought you remembered that from um, three no. years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, fifty-five million dollars for it. It's a, yeah. That's a big increase. Um, sixty-one point five million dollars. Wow. I wish it was more though. Should yeah. have been like ninety. I mean, it's it's gonna make back its budget. It's gonna make. It's gonna it, make a decent. It's gonna have a decent run at the box office yeah. because there's not like. Is there any major movies coming up? The last one made 682.7. That's big. Yeah. I didn't think, I I, I didn't have it pegged for that much money. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me see what Ghost Protocol made. Ghost Protocol made uh, a pretty big um, domestic gross. Let me see. Worldwide gross. Oh, wow. 694.7. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) Because I I didn't realize Mission Impossible was that huge of a franchise. Uh, The third one made 397.8. Okay. Were you just asking? Sorry, um, I got lost in the numbers I, here. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I wish I could go back, but we can't, we can't go back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout, 61.5 million. It's going to make back its budget, um, and it's going to uh, do a big profit. Because, yeah, you know, you were asking about movies coming out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, not that much is coming out in the coming weeks. Um, let me see if I can get a glimpse of that real quick. Should have a steady, a nice steady run. Yeah. Okay. So next week, the biggest movie is Disney's Christopher Robin and the Spy Who J- Dumped Me. Those are the biggest ones. 
Um, <laughs> and I guess Darkest Minds as well, but none of these are going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the one that would probably make the most is Christopher Robin, but yeah. it's, none of these are going to do big. Like, that's a small... Um, it's a big release, but it's a small big release, if that makes any sense. And then the Meg, which is going to make all the money in the world. Wow. So billion dollars, right? Billion dollars out the gate, first in history. Uh, and I saw the trailer for Slender Man yesterday. Oh, looks the, yeah, okay. yeah. Looks okay. Um, if it was Blumhouse, I'd be more excited, mm-hmm. but it's not Blumhouse. Um, and yeah, there's not a lot coming out after that. No there's big, the Melissa no McCarthy movie. No, no big threat at all. I don't know why, why, why some of these studios, they don't target the August. Yeah, August, August is, is a dead is period. August is usually a dead kind of period. So mm-hmm. this is just, when they put their movies against stuff like Infinity War. Yeah. And then they're crying that they don't make any money. Yeah, because Mission weird. Impossible, it, 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 it is poised. It's the end of July. It has all of August to reap its money. Because all the competition came out before it. And mm-hmm. now it just has nothing but a clean slate to go through and just, just clean up for the next few weeks. But um, yeah, it made 60, 61 point... I had the number now. I've lost it. Uh, 61.5 million uh, domestically and... It made $92 million world uh in the foreign market, so doing very well for it's itself. Doing, it's doing good. It's doing good. And it was, trust me, it was worth <laughs> every dime. Well deserved. Yeah. Um, so tell them, tell them, I almost killed you on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. giving you like a little bad eye. So this is what I wanted. I wanted to start with this because when I first watched this movie. Yeah. So I, I'm going to compare this movie a lot. We're going to discuss it right now before we um, go to our predictions, but... Uh, I'm going to compare this movie a lot to The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's, that's the comparison that it, it has been garnering right. for the past week. Which I didn't get when I first saw it, but it makes so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because when I first saw The Dark Knight, and I don't mention this to a lot of people, but I did not love it. I walked wow. out and I was kind of underwhelmed by it. Yeah. And I just was, it didn't really set in. But that's also how I felt the first time I saw The Godfather. Like, there's been a mm-hmm. few movies that the first time I yeah, see it... I wasn't really a huge fan of The Godfather either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but then when I, the, when I saw it on repeat viewings and, like, gave it a little bit more thought, I, you know, Godfather's one of my favorites. Dark Knight, love The Dark Knight. And um, that really happened with this movie because when I first mm-hmm. watched it, I was like, it has everything there that I should like, but there mm-hmm. are these moments in here that are kind of breaking it for me and making it so that I'm not loving it. And the moments that are supposed to hit very well just aren't landing for me. And I wanted to like it a lot because I heard it's because of the hype. I heard so much hype about it yeah. and it kind of got into my head. Um, so I tweeted that um, because I had seen Shana just tweet up a storm about how much she adored this movie and how it was on the greatest of yes. the decade and blah, blah, blah. Wait, I didn't tweet that. <laughs> Well, just that was the, that was the the general sense. Um, I didn't say the greatest; I said one of the greatest. Yeah. Um, so I tweeted out and I said, "I didn't love Mission Impossible." And then right after that, I did a separate tweet and I said, "Until I started writing my review for it." Um, and you didn't see the second one. No. So we shouldn't have tweeted that in the first place. It was I. I, I did I was it. Just, I was just mentally choking you. I did it to I trap you. Yeah. yeah. So what did you say to the first tweet? Huh? What did you say to... I gave you, like, one of those GIF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. was like, movie money. In my mind, I'm like, movie money is definitely cancelled. <laughs> no, yeah. because I didn't love it when I first saw it, but as I was thinking about it, like, this really was such an achievement in filmmaking. In yes, just, it is. Uh, like, you from the, the, the last one, um, it just was like, I didn't know how they were going to do better. Because Tom Cruise rides on the side of a plane yeah. in the last movie 
And yeah, they do some things in this movie where I just Trust that me. was incredible. Yeah, this this upstages all of them. Mm-hmm. I I I just can't imagine somebody watching Mission Impossible Fallout mm-hmm. and not saying that this is the best one. Yeah, it I mean, I haven't seen the first three, but it really yeah. is Ch- quite just good. Just Mission Impossible. I need to rewatch the first two, but Mission mm-hmm. Impossible three, it's actually not bad. It's actually mm-hmm. really, it's really good. Yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this I. I I can't think of the moment which I love the most. I mean, there's the the scene where he jumps out of a plane, which he did in real life. There's the extended, really good chase sequence. Like, they had an extended chase sequence within Mm -hmm. the streets of, I think it was Italy or something in the last movie. Mm -hmm. And this movie, it's France. And it's just, you know, it goes from they're in a truck and then they're on a bike and then they're on a boat. It's like they they just kept on going. And Mm -hmm. it's one of those sequences where, like, any other movie would try something like this, you'd yeah. be like, all right, let's get on with it. Yeah. But it just kept on escalating it. Just like, the movie was masterful with developing tension. Um, I was like, <laughs> I, when I watched it the second time, mm-hmm. you know that the, the, the ending, which I don't want to get into, like, mm-hmm. the details of it? I was so tense yes. at the last moments of, like, that was I classic mean, Mission Impossible. What I liked about this movie, the stakes were high. Yeah. The stakes were high. They mm-hmm. were high. The story was very twistful. Yeah. It just, trust me. One too many twists, I thought. I yes. thought it was a little bit convoluted. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't bother me. You know, yeah. it was just like, you, this is, you're clearly having fun with this. You want it to be as twisty turny as possible. I mean, as soon as the movie started, right down to the end, I mm-hmm. was just sucked in. The yeah. Movie, this movie. Well, it was, as you said, it was just masterful filmmaking. Yeah. It was just really well made. Mm-hmm. I mean, even a bathroom fight. Just that, that was very good. Yeah. Like, even the first time I watched it, I was like, that, this is so well paced. It was kind of musical, mm-hmm. where he, the way he, he picks up the laptop and he, I don't mm-hmm. want to say too many details, but just like, boom, bam, swift. And it's like, <laughs> if you were just listening to it, you'd be having a good time because it's just the sound design in that scene was so yeah, good it's really good I um uh we should talk about though it needed to hit for this movie that needed to justify how bad justice league's effects were henry cavill's mustache yeah. yeah i made a joke what did you say i i tweeted um i think it was friday wednesday night when i saw it mm-hmm. i tweeted that justice league died so <laughs> august walker could live <laughs> August Walker is the name of the character that mm-hmm. Henry Cavill plays in Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because, you know, when you watch Justice League, it was a huge thing with yep. the CGI. His, his, his lips. They, they had the CGI yeah, out the mustache. So, I mean, thank you, Warner Brothers, for <laughs> the uh, sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, because trust me, I love his I love his beard and mustache. It, it, it was a good beard and mustache. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a... You know, multi-million dollar beard and mustache. Exactly. But mean, it was quite million? a beard and mustache. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought his... He, he... I liked him in the movie. Yeah. I liked how in the first half of the movie, like, he just seems... He's kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a real, um, you know, douchebag to, to Tom Cruise's character. Mm-hmm. But, like, when he's not being that, people just don't like him. Like, mm-hmm. there's a moment where he, he just introduces himself. Mm-hmm. He introduces himself twice to two different characters. And both times, they just respond to him like, I, I don't care. I, yeah. I have things to do. And it just, I felt like, you know, this, is, this, is, this, is, this talks about his character. Because no one wants to be friends with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked, um, 
they gave Ving Rhames a lot more to do this time. Yeah. Like usually he just sits there with his hat and he's yeah, doing something he, behind he the scenes. He had some really moving scenes. He did. I didn't yeah. really care for him though, but <laughs> well, I just he, I just like that he got more to do. Yeah. I think that's that that might be because Jeremy Renner's not in this one, mm-hmm. which is because of um you know his Marvel stuff. He it was kind of hard for him to get. Same with the last movie, it was difficult for him to get in the movie because you know his schedule was so hectic because of mm-hmm. uh, you know whatever Avengers stuff was going on. But um, yeah, uh, Sam- Simon Pegg got a little bit less to do this time around, but he he was great. He w- yeah, and he wasn't like complete comic relief he was mm-hmm. more integral to the plot he wants to be out in the field so yeah, yeah and which they make some jokes yeah. about that but they also make he, he kind of serves his purpose more of like you can see why tom cruise lets him be out in the field mm-hmm. like he's not just letting his little brother play around with his with yeah, his friends that's true um but yeah i thought the characters you know they they worked with re- what, what was her name um Rebecca? No, no, no. Uh, well, Rebecca Ferguson is just—I just She's love her. Badass. She's, She's so badass. great. Even um, the White Witch, the girl who she played, was good too. She would, yeah, just for the females in this movie, where they were badass. I know this was like classic femme fatale spy movie stuff. Yes. Um, but who I was thinking of was um Henry Cavill's boss. I forget her name. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought you would remember. <laughs> yeah, I just um, saw her. I, yeah. I just saw a picture of her on Twitter. Um, let me see if I can. I, I need to know her Te- name. Just say Tina Turner. Just say <laughs> Tina Turner. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Tina Turner. Yeah. Um, I liked her a lot. Wait, she what? she what? gave a lot of um yeah. charisma to the role. Wait, how can we how can we forget her name? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, cuz I feel like it's a name that you shouldn't be able to forget. Uh what is her name? Her name is I'm trying to find the name of the movie. Uh, but other than her, you. I blame you. You blame me. Mm-hmm. Well, well, whatever. But um, there's a oh god, wait, I don't, no, no, no. Just give me the actual movie. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, this is probably the first movie. I don't. Not a spoiler. I don't want to say that. All right, I won't say that. Um, but there are. I was talking about the Dark Knight earlier. There are specific action scenes in this movie that are kind of paying direct homage to action scenes in the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go into detail with it. We can talk about it after, but it was just, I didn't, it didn't click with me the first time. Mm-hmm. But when I saw it the second, I was like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Um, and the, you know, the music was like something from the first time I watched it, I noticed this was very much like the music in the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, Dark Knight has some of the best practical action scenes and vehicular stunts that have been seen in that decade. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to try and do that, much less top that. And in terms of, you know, clear-cut action, I don't think... I think Mission Impossible movies are... Every time that they come out with one, they are raising the bar yes, and like setting, setting new standards for stunt work, action. And I tweeted about this, but... There really should be a category for stunt people yeah. and stunt directors and stunt coordinators in the Academy Awards. I don't understand why they're not because mm-hmm. they do so much. They do so much. Um, Angela Bassett, that's her name. Yeah. yeah. yeah how can we forget? I, the, I don't. What happened? No, uh, was it the drink? <laughs> I'm not even right. drinking. So I have no excuse. Well, right, it's the water. It's oh. the water. Something's in the water. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very good. I thought I liked it a lot. Um, I did like it a lot. <laughs> um, and you liked it too. I loved um, it. Uh, so before we close out, there is one other movie we need to talk about. 
And we've been promising this for weeks. Yes. And I don't want to talk about this box office this weekend. It made 6.7 million this weekend. Yes. Uh, total domestic gross, so 309.75. Like <laughs> um, it has been six weeks yes. since the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, you yes. saw it. Yes, Damon, I finally saw it Monday. Uh huh. And I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? Mm. Yes. It's kind of stupid, though. Yes, thank it's, you. It's okay, really as long as you say that, that I'm I'm fine with. If Trust you enjoyed me. it, but you it's say it's stupid, stu- but yeah. I still gave it a fair rating because I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. My sister was there with me, and she yeah. was just enjoying it, and I was just enjoying it, and it was so weird. Because normally these stupid movies, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, like the Fast and Furious. You know, sometimes yeah. it's like I'm, this is too but much for me right now. It's it's so dumb. It's fun. It's the, that kind of movie. Yeah, but also I think there, even though it is very dumb, sometimes there are some really brilliant moments. Yeah. Like hey, I'm gonna tell you something about this movie. Mm-hmm. It it was really moving. <laughs> yeah, there there are moments in it that are very moving. Um, they I think the one scene that that was stand out for everybody is the scene with the Brachiosaurus. Oh, it's a bra- It's not a Brontosaurus. Whatever it is, the the one yeah. with the tall I was neck. So, yeah. I mean, I was so devastated in the theater. I wanted yeah. to go home. Mm-hmm. That is one of the moments of like where nostalgia was like used as a weapon. Because it, it perfectly, like, it, it does the same movements of when you first saw it in the first Jurassic Park movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it tugs on that memory of the, the, the majesty of when you see it. And the brilliant part about that is, when they first arrive on the island in this mm-hmm. movie, that's the first dinosaur they see. And yeah. it, kind of, it kind of makes you think back to that first time you saw it in the first Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. And then they kind of, they destroy that image later mm-hmm. on. And it's just, that was really well done. That one, it just really tugged, and I'm like, "Jeez, yeah. no! Please go back and save him." Yeah, yeah. And then there was the ending too, when they were trying, they were conflicted whether or not they should let the dinosaurs die mm-hmm. or not. That that also wrecked. I th- yeah, me. it's been long enough. I think you can say that. Yeah, yeah. It, that wrecked me. Did I was it really? Like, yeah. I'm like, I thought there's the no choice. There's no save choice the there. Di- no, no, save the dinosaur. I don't care. I don't care. The, save the, the world dies. I don't care. They no. I cannot wait for the next one because I yeah. want to see what happens next. I mean, that was a good thing about it is that they definitely have to go into new directions in the mm-hmm. next movie. And they, they actually went into new directions here. Yeah, yeah, they did. Some Sometimes they went back and they did some similar things like um, uh, it's all about raptors once again. Mm-hmm. Um, smart raptors. Yeah, and a, and a smart dinosaur <laughs> and, you know, yeah. military application of it, which was... Kind of a dumb thing in the last movie. Yeah, it but, was dumb. Um, but, I mean, all the dumbness in the last one. you know what was one? the dumbest part in this movie, though? was um, So, Chris Pratt, he's he's shown to have sort of a reverence to these creatures and realize mm-hmm. that, you know, they're not... They're, they're animals, and we can't think of them as partners or, or, or you know, uh, train things that we can control. And he knows how dangerous they are. So when it comes time to like that whole black market session that's going on, mm-hmm. and the way he thinks to disrupt it is he sends a dinosaur to the top level, mm-hmm. and the dinosaur is let loose on all these people. And I'm like, this is the, the I've never seen such an inconsistent character moment. Like he knows how dangerous this is, mm-hmm. and he just lets it loose. And give, and we're supposed to be like, oh, that's cute because he gave mm-hmm. us a wry smile mm-hmm. before he did it. That was just, it. Just bothers it bothers me to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's there was also that scene where you know. Little kid, she's under the covers, and the, the dinosaur is climbing down the side. I like that a lot. Yeah, have, yeah. it was kind of stupid to me, mm-hmm. but then, then you kind of understand because she's a child. Yeah, but it was just really stupid. Um, there's no way I'm staying in there. Yeah, under the sheet. I mean, I thought it was not realistic, 
but I just the imagery of it I really liked. Mm-hmm. Like it was like okay, this is a princess in the top of the 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 castle, and then the dragon is coming to get her. Um, but um, I think the opening something that I missed the first time I watched it. I talked mm-hmm. about this on another week, but I think that's a very strong opening. Like probably one of the best openings I've seen this year mm-hmm. with the T-Rex showing up in the dark and the lightning flashes mm-hmm. and then the Mosasaur comes up and bites yeah. the... Uh, it's just that, was a, a good, that was a good opening. It's a very, yeah. Honestly, really I, I like the movie. It's dumb. Yeah. But it was really enjoyable and fun and I like the direction that they took it. I am upset because... Yeah. You've watched this movie too late. Like, I've come around on it. I've, I've started to like it now. Yeah. The hate is gone. Yeah. So, yeah, there's yeah. no point to this anymore. So <laughs> you've, you've ruined it for me. Whatever. <laughs> um, all right. So, we're running a little bit long this yeah. week. I don't know. I think it's because of Mission Impossible is why. Mm-hmm. And Anime Con. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's get into the top five. And since neither of us won, uh, do you want to go first? I'll, I'll give okay, you the choice. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Um, this is tough. It is a little tough. Can Christopher Robbins overtake Mission Impossible Fallout? Mm-hmm. 61.5. You know what? I'm going to say Christopher Robin takes next week. Okay. Number one. I'm going to wait. I'm going to pull that out of the frame here. Okay. So you got Christopher Robin, number one. Yeah. Mission no, Impossible, number two, number I assume. Number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Number three, no. Teen Titans, go. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> um... This is yeah, that's tough. Three. I'm going to go with Mamma Mia. Okay. Number four, I'm gonna say this Spy Who Dumped Me. Mm. Okay. Spy Who Dumped Me. And number yeah. five? And number five I'll go with Equalizer too. Wow, okay. Yeah, this right. is a tough week, but it is a tough week. Yeah. The, these aren't very hyped up releases, but they yeah. do have and big not, release numbers. And not only that, look at number numbers two to five. They're right. very close. They're very close. So anybody can edge anybody. Yeah, and people are still going out to see them. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, I'm not sure. But so I, I don't, I don't think you have a bad um, top five there at all. You mean bad? It's always good. I okay. always have a good top five. All right. What are you talking about? All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> Christopher Robin. Mm, you see, I don't know. I don't know if Mission Impossible will give it another, you know, um, run for number one because it got very good word of mouth. The only thing is the movie's a little long. So because it's so long, you can't really have repeat viewings to bring up that box office. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'll say Christopher Robin is number one. Uh, Mission Impossible number two as well. I am going to say The Darkest Mind. No. I'll say <laughs> The Spy Who Dumped Me at number three because mm-hmm. Mila Kunis... Um, What's her name? Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, kind of comedy names. Uh, so I'm going to say them at number three. Number four, I'll put Mamma Mia. And at uh, number five, I will put The Darkest Minds. So we have two very different top fives. So that'll be fun next week. Mm-hmm. And um, before we go out, I just have a few things that I wanted to mention from this week. Um, you know, things that happened with um, the movie world. Um, so the James Gunn controversy is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole campaign to get him rehired. People have been, you know, famous people have been coming out and, and protesting Disney. And, uh, you know, they've also been comedians and, and other personalities have been called out for things that they've said on Twitter in the past. Uh, like Trevor Noah from, um, the daily show. Mm-hmm. They found some of his old tweets. <laughs> um, they found some of Sarah Silverman's old tweets, uh, which was also a pedophilia joke. Um, mm-hmm. such a hot topic with comedians. Yeah. Um, 
but one person who I thought this was such a a brilliant move and just makes complete sense, Ryan Johnson. I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. but he he found this app and he he got just rid deleted of all twenty thousand tweets. Yeah, I heard about that. Just completely gone and and like Ryan's like y'all ain't getting me today. Mm-hmm. Nope. I got three Star Wars movies coming up. You're not messing this up for me. Yeah, he's smart. Like, he's he he has suffered so much abuse on Twitter from yeah. fans. Like he is a target. Yeah. If if anybody wants him gone, it's that and like because James Gunn, you know, um, the, it did come from someone who was uh, politically on the other side of James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Because Ryan Johnson's movie has, you know, it's got a female protagonist, mm-hmm. it's got an Asian woman, and it's got a a, a black man. It's got all this diverse casting. He's a hot target for people who don't want that kind of casting in movies. Yes. So it makes complete sense for. Yeah, and he's it, smart. He that that's what James Gunn should have done like five six years ago. But long he, time he, ago. He, because yeah. he's so stupid. I don't know how anybody in Hollywood still has a Twitter. Yeah. I would have deleted that long or just time. Just start start a new. Yeah, exactly. Delete the old one. Start mm-hmm. a new one. It's like what Last Jedi was about. Forget the past and mm-hmm. move on to the future. But um, yeah, he he he's just like you're not getting me, and it's not. And the thing that I loved about what he's saying is like. He's not saying that um, there is something that he has to hide. Mm-hmm. He's saying he doesn't know what is out there that he might have said on mm-hmm. an offhand. Because people tweet things just, you know, they're not thinking. They just put it out there. They don't think about how much it affects the world around them. Mm-hmm. And Brian Johnson was not the name that he is today. You know, yeah. he, his biggest movie back in 2011 was Looper. And even that, you know, it's bigger among film buffs, but to the world at large, it's not that big of a thing. And other That's than that, true. he had some TV directing credits, mm-hmm. like Breaking Bad, stuff like that. But, you know, you're, you're directing Star Wars. You're with Disney. You need to delete your tweets. Yeah, like, just so, start afresh. Hit the yeah, reset button. Just, yeah, hit the reset button and, and start completely anew. So I really loved it when I saw that. And I was like, yep, that makes sense. Um other thing that we need to talk about, uh, the Disney Fox deal is definitely going through. Uh, mm-hmm. We say this every week. Another update, Comcast is out. Mm-hmm. Shareholders have approved the merger of Disney yeah, Fox. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think there was a rumor going around that Fox is has put on hold indefinitely the X-Men Phoenix and New Mutants movies. Well, that was pretty obvious. That yeah. was what going to happen. Not so obvious for New Mutants, though, because they had a trailer for that out already. Yeah, that's so. true. Um, but, but they're probably not going to get me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And they had some promotion art for Phoenix. Like mm-hmm. there was that that picture of Jean Grey as the yeah. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, maybe it would not be careful to look, see it that. Looks bad. So maybe they're doing us a favor. Maybe they are. But yeah. I, I, I really want. I'd love if they still release the New Mutants because I was very intrigued by that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mutant horror movie. I was with you yeah. on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just good because and they, that's what they had been doing. They were like they had Logan as a western. And mm-hmm. Deadpool being so different and, you know, a parody of superhero movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, um, Speaking of Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, our news came out a couple of days ago. Yes, uh, episode Princess nine. Leia. Princess Leia is going to have a part in it. Yeah. <laughs> I did not take to that news very... Very well. Yeah, mm. because it just seems unnecessary. Well, uh, I mean, I guess they want to give her a send-off, but it was it's still... Or maybe they just want to... Be all nostalgic, you know. They just want to play on it all yeah. nostalgia yeah. again, because that's what they did. That's what he did in episode seven. Well, you mean Luke? Uh, no, Ryan Johnson. No, um, JJ. JJ. Yeah. Epi- mm. Sorry, sorry. Episode seven. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. You're right. Um, yeah. Th- I mean, it's kind of a tricky situation because they did leave her alive at the end of the last one, mm-hmm. and bec- she is General Organa. It's kind of hard to just write her off with a line like, um, 
you can't just have Poe Dameron be like, oh, we'd go to General Organa, but uh, she's in the bathroom right now, so we need to go to well, this other planet. They can, just like how, you know, in episode seven where we know that Luke was far off on a planet just right, right, right. Him. You know what I mean? They yeah, have, okay. He could have done something like that. Or mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And actually, don't know. It, uh, it's well, tricky, as you said. Yeah, it would make, you could do that because you could say, like, she suffered, um, damage to her body in the last movie you know she was mm-hmm. out in space and everything and it took such a toll on her that she has uh she she's taken her quarters to another parts of the galaxy and she's running things from there mm-hmm. um so i guess yeah, you, they, yeah. Could have, they could have just written her out yeah you know the best that they could but now he's going to pander again so. yeah well we'll see i don't know how much she'll be in it and i then, can't imagine this a lot makes it kind of weird it's footage from the force awakens it just really yeah, it okay. is. Okay, all right. That's, yeah, I don't know. We'll see if yeah. it works. But um, as you said, it, it could be very hokey. It could be very bad. But, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I don't think it can you remember anything else that happened this week? Mm, no. Mm. I can't I think of anything. Memory. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, we've been running along right now anyway. So um, I guess that's a good way to close out. Um, okay, and uh, we need this music back. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening to Moving Money. That's a very kind of an abrupt end, but um, yeah, <laughs> thank you very much, everybody, for listening to Moving Money. Um, this has been another episode. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Damien Movies, and you can find Shauna at Shauna and you can find the podcast at Damien Michael Movies, and also on SoundCloud and on Twitter and on iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, thanks for joining us again, and we will see you next week. We'll see who is right, me or Shauna. It's probably going to be me, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> go see Mission Impossible Fallout. Make it, let it make all and the go money. Go see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I don't think anybody needs to see that. It's made over a billion dollars. No, they should. Two it, billion. Okay, <laughs> it, it can't make two. You know that it can't make two billion, right? <laughs> or because of this episode, it'll make two billion. Yes. All right. Um, well, yeah. Thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Right, bye bye.